Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Covered It, your weekly golfy slash non-golfy podcast brought to you by the boys from the Irish golf brand Quack Golf. My name is Patrick aka Shani and I will be your host and I'm also joined by a couple of regulars in the booth today, Ben and Will to keep our facts in check. Um, if you are new to the pod and you're looking for an informative, intellectual and accurate discussion on the wonderful world of golf, then you are in the completely wrong place. However, if you would like to hear three lads talk absolute rubbish about topics they know nothing about while ever so gently meandering their way in and out and back to golf, then oh boy, you have found your holy grail. Ben, Will, how are we doing today? Mr. Jumbo Visma down the bottom there. Feeling powerful. Yeah? Yeah. We got the bike serviced this week, would you believe? <laughs> have you been on it yet? No. But you're ready. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm looking out here. The weather's improving. I think yeah. there's a cycle around whole head on the cards. Is there ten k in you? It's honestly like me watching the ashes, and I've been googling like cricket bats. Which cricket yeah. bat am I going to buy to never use? <laughs> See, this is why the cycling Netflix doc is so much better than the Formula One one because you can you you can get on a bike. Yeah. You didn't get the urge to go buy an F1 car, no. <laughs> <laughs> I sadly didn't. Um, Chani, do you want okay. me to... Will I chat while you're finishing your biscuit there? <laughs> have a, go on, have a slurp of your tea. Why don't instead, you? Instead you know, of a, does that come across on the mic? Yeah, very much so. So instead of our morning coffee podcast, we have our evening cup of tea podcast today, folks. Um, I'm just uh, finishing my yellow snack. Um, as usual, we'll kick off um, the week with a few shout-outs. So first shout-out is to... Mr. Joe Lyons, um, our good friend from Lyons Links. Joe Lyons has won the Irish Senior Men's Amateur Close. So, big shout out to you there, Joe. Um, shout he out. Huh? He won that last year as well. He wins a lot of events every year. He's he's mm. usually good for a for a W. He's mm. a good man yeah. for. No, he won the Ulster the Ulster Stroke last year or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some golfer. Um, yeah. Um. Next shout out is to our boy. Um, he's in all our stables, uh, Mr. John Murphy from Kinsale. He has sadly announced that he's going to just take a bit of a break from golf at the moment. Um, he's found it tough the last few weeks. Um, first year on tour and it hasn't gone great for him. But forget about that, John. We're all proud of you here, and um, we're all hoping that you get through it. And um, hopefully we'll see you back soon. So huge support here from Covered It for you, John. I think look, it's a it's a good time in the season just to take a bit of a break, um, and you kind of just want to get back to enjoying your golf. I can't imagine the pressure, as everyone knows, having watched a documentary, you don't make cuts, you don't make money. I can't imagine the pressure of not making some cuts, and then starting yeah. to feel a bit worried about where you're going to get your money from to pay for your caddy and your coaches and your expenses. And at the end of the day, we all know you play better golf when you're just having a bit of fun. How often you go out and you just play good golf with the lads you're not even thinking about it so hopefully a bit of time off go back to Kinsale hit a few balls up in Farron Galway and yeah be back on tour now soon enough yeah come on so, John yeah um, the, uh, the Inchidani driving range not Inchidani what's it called Inchidani 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 in, in Inchidani Farron Galway baiting balls over the fence into the neighbour's field yeah. yeah he needs I'd say he just needs to get back play a bit of hurling for Kinsale there and and uh I'm not yeah, back around. the swing of things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, B 
Big shout out to Le Hinch. They've just been announced as the Walker Cup venue for 2026. Get the sticks out, lads. Get going. Never know. You never know. It's not but too make late, the team, boys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, congrats to Le Hinch. How, um, um, so, so, obviously, to play in the Walker Cup, you have to be a, one of the best rated amateurs in Ireland or the UK. How does one go about getting their amateur ranking? Like, where where are we ranked? Well, I'd say you have to be able to get into the Castle Knox Senior Scratch Cup at least. Are you not in that, you know? <laughs> no. Did you, um, did you, did you, you have to be... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no. I'm nearly <laughs> off five or six at this stage. Um, but come here to me. I'd say you... I think, do you just have to place in like a big amateur event? I guess... Doesn't Sean have an amateur ranking? Yeah, I guess those... Those senior scratch cups must ha- co- come with amateur ranking yeah. points. I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a senior. I wouldn't say a scratch cup would do it. I'd say it's um. No, like, like Irish we're, open. Yeah, yeah, like or a, a close or something. Leinster yeah. senior. Yeah, okay, let's that. let's aim for that next year, Sean. I wonder what. A, yeah. Remember yeah. about yeah. like six weeks ago when you um, were like, "I'm gonna make a make a go for scratch." How wild is golf? Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I'd say. I think six weeks ago I shot seventy three, and I have I, I, I'd say I've broken eighty like twice in the last two to three weeks. So, it's a six game. weeks or whatever it is. So, golf is a very hard sport. Yeah. Um, you, I think you have a shout out here, Ben, for a fella called Pa Donaghy. Yes, uh, Pa Donaghy. What the, he said something to us in the last podcast, and I tried to pronounce his name. Did you pronounce um, his name wrong? Did you I say pronou- Pa Donaghy, and his name's Pa Donaghy? He told me anyway to pronounce it is Donna Key, um, but it's spelt Donna Chai. Anyway, he was the member. <laughs> he, he was the member from Cove. He was delighted to hear that uh, Cove yes. made it in as our tenth hole. So Pat, um, thanks very much, he, Pat. Very kindly said to us, if we're ever down in Cove, it'll take us out. So we'll take you up on that offer sometime soon. Ooh, we'll 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 get into that later in terms of bartering there. You know, barter accounts. Like hot topic at the moment. <laughs> hot topic at the moment, Pa. We, we we might do a bit of bartering with you. Um, and uh, just final shout out to the bell of the ball, the lady from La Hinch, Anya Donegan, did us all proud over there. Um, in Pebble Beach, um, she was uh she was in the limelight all weekend, wasn't she, lads? But she um, uh, she was brilliant. And uh, unfortunately, I think I tuned in on like Saturday night and she had a nine on one of the holes, which was literally her only kind of downfall. Yeah. Other than that, she played some fairly solid golf. So yeah. uh, Pebble Beach looked amazing. Um, would love to play it. I'm not sure if I'd like to pay $600 for it. Plus, no. I think if $600 plus, you have to get a caddy. Yeah. Um. So That goes yeah. into one of those though. Would you do it just once? Would you? you yeah. Probably, If you were over there, you probably would pay 600 quid. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah, I have uh, two two shout outs to myself, Pat. Hit me up. Uh, so the other night I was browsing through Golf Ireland, just stalking oh, oh. Tweets, as, as most people do. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd actually like to call out or shout out Peter Matthews, who has got a low handicap based on penalty. <laughs> <games>. <laughs> I know outrageous. all about this, yes. Yeah, it's the most outrageous thing. And Peter, I'm looking forward to an explanation from you. <laughs> Um, well, it's an interesting time... topic, Will. It's, it's yeah. I think it's basically to stop cowboys from uh, increasing their handicap. So basically, if you don't submit your score, you actually get cut. If you know what I mean, you get uh, cut instead of. 
he has three three counting rounds that are penalty blows. <laughs> yeah, so I think the idea is is that let's say you're a cowboy, yeah. and you want to go out and put in a score of like a hundred, um, or let's say you play bad and you want to put in a score of a hundred. If you don't put that round in, mm. if you just don't put a round in, then it, um, will touch you actually, and then. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, Basically, it'll, sorry. Yeah. If if you go out to sandbag, <laughs> you explain that terribly wrong. If you, if you go out to sandbag for the captain's prize and you just sign in and you don't actually do anything, it'll yeah. cut you rather than put you up and then yes. should punish you. Yeah. It's caught pretty embarrassing as a wannabe low handicapper to have <laughs> penalty scores in there, Peter. That's more than one. So what's he actually playing off? Four. Yeah. So he's he's really like a, a twelve. Um. <laughs> My my second one is to the folks in Druids Glen. My God, I played there last week, yeah. last week, and I have to say there are some of the best greens that I've played on in an extremely long time. The place was incredible. Got an absolute dinger of a day, and God, the the places take your breath away. It's deadly. So the photos good. looked amazing. Yeah, the photos looked amazing. It's really it it looks like a place that you would show off. You know, oh. like as a country we can show that off um, yeah and like they, they've since since they've spent a bit of money <clears throat> i believe i never played it prior to that but they've rejigged some of the routing of some of the holes and stuff and just kind of trying to make um just a, to step it up a tier but my god the fairways and greens lads are insane it was kind of giving uh like a, a dare vibes almost through the camera i and then yeah, I, saw... I would put it above it really yeah We'd have to play it then when you're because over. someone replied to our story saying, "You said get down there if you can." And someone said, uh, "Not for 175 quid," which which I know I said on the last podcast is is that kind of price that's in between, like it's it's nearly yeah. Yeah. the old head side, but it's a lot nicer, yeah. a lot more than say Port Marnock Links or whatever. It's really yeah. falling mm. in the middle of them, so it, it's it's a, an expensive day out. It is an expensive day out. Worth it though. Like yeah. I would play, that. I would play that again. You know, back to back weekends. If I could, play, it was, it would you play that four times or would you play Pebble once? Probably, <laughs> probably Pebble once, but anyway, Pebble once, yeah. Pebble once, I'd say. Well, uh, no, look, it was fantastic and I'm, I'm looking forward to going back. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. Um, okay, so the first topic of the day in true covered it fashion has absolutely nothing to do with golf, however, it is related to my master plan to somehow leapfrog us into the upper echelons of the podcasts out there in the podcast world lads barter accounts it's a hot topic in the country of ireland these days so for anyone listening from abroad or for anyone living under a rock in ireland at the moment a major scandal has broken in the last few weeks where rte radio television which is ireland's main television radio provider a dual funded company so they're half funded by the irish state and half commercially um, they've got into a bit of bother, a bit of, bit of trouble for the misuse of so-called barter accounts for paying their highest earner TV presenter, Ryan Tuberty. So um, basically, my ears sort of perked when I started looking into what barter accounts were. Um, so a barter account is where a company, usually a media company, mm-hmm. <laughs> A media company or organization records the exchange of goods or services for other goods or services that it receives. 
A simple example is a radio station being given the use of cars from a local car dealership in exchange for providing radio advertising for the dealership. Lads, when I saw that, I was like, let's give Ryan Tupperty a call and find out how this all works. Yeah, who... Because this is what we should be doing. We should be saying, listen, Seed Golf or whoever, I don't know. Well, you I, know. I, I do think at one stage you did. I feel have, like we've already done that. You did Sorry. have a few Seed Golf balls before you lost them all. Yeah. So we were kind um, of ahead of our time. We were We were bartering before we knew what barter accounts were. But now that I know what bartering is, we need to start, we need to set one up. So basically they're set up via brokerage companies and they I think manage we, it all for you and you get I, I credits think, and all this kind of crap. I think we can bypass the brokerage company That's because that's where you start paying fees. Yeah, I think just we pen just, and paper. Yeah. Let's, any business out there, maybe a car dealership, reach mm-hmm. out to us. We, we can offer you exposure <laughs> to at least six listeners. Let's start there. with a car dealership. Like, surely nobody be driving Renaults anymore. We can we can head out there to a Renault dealership and be yeah, like, that's, look. That's because Marty has it. Who who do you know that drives a Renault these days? Oh, I think they were. We'll go in and say, listen, you've obviously got no customers. Um, we'll we'll bring Renault back right to the top. You know, covered it, covered it. Cars has a, has a bit of a ring to it. I'm all in on that. Um, um, were you? Did you get involved with any of the? It was. It wasn't really a court hearing. What was the the, the discussion the, between the Oireachtas? The Oireachtas. Yes. What would you call the, that? It's, it, what I would call it is a, it's a typical Irish example of bring the bold boys into bring the bold boys into a room and give them a slap on the wrist. It's so funny. It's like um, it's honestly oh. like uh, it's 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 hilarious. Like just bring yeah. them in and be like, you know what, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. be doing that. Yeah, the best part is that from the part the, the pieces that I watched out of it, like one of the lads was from the depths of character. <laughs> And it was just the way he was asking his questions were just, it was comical. Like, <laughs> couldn't have, if, you, if, if you showed an alien that and just said, these are for people from Ireland, he'd be like, like what yeah, is going on that here? That makes like, sense. I, oh, <clears throat> I do enjoy, uh, so, well, sorry, well, I actually watch quite a lot of it. <clears throat> All the people yeah. asking questions are members of the government or of some political party, correct? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Whatever I the Oireachtas is. <laughs> I, I enjoy the way that they ask questions knowing the answer. And yeah. Then, exactly. Oh, and what about this payment for flip flops? And like they know the whole story, and they just want yeah, to yeah, yeah. They want to hear the bold kids tell tell them themselves exactly sheepishly. And I was chatting them. to someone um who would be sort of in the legal um world or whatever, and would be looking at it from that mindset, and they were basically saying that like it's all like none of this would if would stand up in a court of law it's all just like hearsay bollocks where they're just like going oh look at this and look at that you know it's all it's kind of a waste of time it's kind of like what's the point in even doing it it's just like to put it out in the public um like there's some funny examples so um 23 grand on 36 tickets to the 2016 champions league final 32 grand on a cinema expense labeled RT Sport with no other details. Um and 21 grand on RT's clients summer party in August 2016 where they spent 5 grand on flip-flops. Sorry, I um, I want I so, wanted to bring up the the quack cup at some stage. They paid 33,000 for two golf events in Paris Court. I've I've just yeah. got through organizing a golf event for 80 people. I can promise you it's not costing us 33,000. Here we go. Bit of barter. Let's go. <laughs> that is just outrageous. 
I know. And like the other thing as well is like we don't know like the one here, like twenty three grand on thirty six tickets to the Champions League final, like you don't know if that twenty three grand um say was for a big company that the next day they went, Do you know what we're gonna yeah, suddenly yeah. give you do you know you, I you actually, have no idea? How, I actually don't much have that, that much back. of an issue with a lot of the things, like going exactly. to events and uh you've gotta go and you've got to bring bring big stake shareholders and all that like it's it's spending yeah. all the money on flip-flops when you could have bought them from pennies for a euro and that's our stuff yeah. it's just a bit ridiculous but like it's, it's just because of the semi-public part yeah like that's yeah. reason everyone has an issue like that that kind of behavior goes on every single day in the tech world like people take absolutely it. spend yeah. thousands thousands to take people out to go to nice places all to schmooze them like yeah yeah yeah, the Oroctus just seems like a classic place for people to have a bit of a moan that they weren't jealous. But it is topical though because this is a Monday and tomorrow the big man Ryan Tubbery is in the building. He's, oh, is he's he? showing up. Yeah, no, Tubbs is getting Tubbs going in tomorrow. It's gonna be hilarious. Cannot that, wait. That's gas. I also feel like Tubbs has done nothing wrong in all this as well. Like, do you mean? He doesn't care where he gets paid from. Him, yeah. him and Anne Doyle are sailing off into the sun. <laughs> 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 and well, get her in next week. Well, the, only thing, the only thing I will say is that at least we're not full of like uh basically in the UK, how often it's come out that there's a pedophile or someone who there's a, again there's another BBC presenter who hasn't been named who yeah. has been exploiting. At least ours are just buying flip-flops and going to the football matches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not doing things that are so bad. So I think <laughs> <we're okay. laughs> But anyway, um, if there's anyone out there listening that, you know, wants like a live podcast for a bartered trade service of, I don't know, whatever you have to offer us, give us Here, a shout. Here's an idea. Uh, someone who's come to the Quack Cup and listener of the pod, Dean Crowley, said, yes. how about a live pod Thursday night Quack Cup? So if we can talk to McDonald's pub, a couple of pints of Guinness, give me a few shout outs. I'll work Barter, on that. Barter, baby. I'll work Barter. on that. The, um, Finest of removal establishments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is nothing new as well, lads. The bartering system has been around since 6000 BC in Mesopotamia. So, like, you know, this is nothing new. Like, you know, we where, need to be, we need to bring it back. Where it got me- lost in the 18th century somewhere when money <laughs> came into it. We need to bring it back. Uh, anyway, right. Um, any, any golf going on? <laughs> <laughs> Here, what uh, I will say. Here, so we get into the golf. We go golf. We yeah, are. I want to. I actually want to talk about Wimbledon. How suave okay. were the three boys at Wimbledon? Loved it. Oh, the boys were looking loved good. It. I loved the like, hat on JT. Yeah, yeah. I actually. Where do you get a good one of those hats? What would be the name of that hat now? A bowler, maybe. No, it's probably a Panama hat. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, probably got you. Got to go to Central America for that. Really. Yeah, that's what they made. Um, so I actually attempted to go to Wimbledon on Friday to get some resale tickets. Yeah, headed, headed down there. <clears throat> they, re- they go on resale at four o'clock, so people who are leaving, you can then rebuy their tickets. Yeah. Got there, there was a queue to join the queue to join the actual queue. Ah. In, and in classic Br- British fashion, people were queuing for no reason. The stewards were coming out, and they said, "There's literally zero percent chance you get tickets. There's too many people." And and mm. people people would just like nod their head and, yeah, and then yeah, go yeah. okay yeah. and stand in the queue and stay there and yeah. it's it's gotten off off the scale the amount of people trying to go to Wimbledon so I watched in the pub. Do you know what I thought was really interesting about the three boys Ricky Fowler J T and Jordan Spieth at Wimbledon right? Um, it was this time last year. 
the the same three boys came to play Tralee, didn't they? On a, for a bit of crack before they open. No, and, yeah, um, it, was, it was before the JP McManus program. Was it before that? Okay, yeah, well, yeah. it was rough last year, or whatever. And I remember one of our our uh, good friends, listener to the pod, Ned O'Shea, was following them around with his dog that day and everything. And there was a lot of uh, abuse in many WhatsApp groups that I was in at Ricky Fowler saying he's only just hanging on the coattails of these boys and yeah. what's he doing there and hanging out with his buddies and oh he's getting a free he he actually wasn't even in the open I think he had to try and qualify or, yeah. I'm not sure if he even made it and look at him now look at Big Rick now and look at JT that's how mm, crazy yeah. the world of golf is it's how is fickle the fall are. from grace like, yeah. yeah yeah Um. so yeah Great. there you yeah. go a redemption um, story how fun is that though being once you're a pro golfer at that level you just you play a few tournaments in America. You're like, oh, we got to go to the UK. You're going to play the Scottish, which has got yeah. a $9 million purse. Oh, I'll just go a few days early. I'll pop into Wimbledon. Rolex will sort me out. I'll mm. go to Stunningdale because why not? You know, I can get out anywhere. Oh, it's what a, what a mm. life does oh, Ricky yeah. have. Yeah. My favorite man, Casper Rude, is out, unfortunately. Um, Big shot. And funnily enough, Casper plays golf with Rafa. Uh, and has said that um, Rafa regularly shoots under par in golf. Mm. Um, yeah. Now, when I saw Rafa's swing on TikTok, it shocked me because he does yeah. not look good. It's funny when he stands up to the ball, he does all the same kind of mannerisms in tennis, but his golf swing's shocking. But yeah. listen, whatever works. Under par. I know. So there you go. Um, so golf this. Well, are we going golf? Or are no, we, let's actually are we going get, cycling. Let's talk about a bit of golf. Golf? Okay, fine. Um, okay, did you watch any of the Women's US Open, Anya or Leona? Uh, all I watched was a bit of highlights on Twitter. Yeah. I was, I was, there was so many so many sports going on. Honestly, we, we could do this podcast not talk about any golf, but I was exactly, just... Yeah. But, I watched um, a bit of... Uh, a bit, Anya got so much coverage on, the, on Sky, um, even when she was falling back. Um, they obviously really liked her. Uh, Leona didn't really... Push. She had a good start, I think, didn't she? And she kind of yeah, fell away, yeah. Um, yeah. which is unfortunate. But unfortunate to see as well because she did that in the um... yeah the, the last major, wasn't it? She kind yeah, of yeah. Went, started well and fell away. Unlucky, yeah. yeah. But good to have two um, Irish girls on the leaderboard. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, PJ Tour. Um, to, sorry, Shani. oh, sorry, you. Yeah, sorry, you, would, the caddy. Would sorry. you? No, would you actually like to talk about the winner of the event, or do you want to just? <laughs> So Alison Corpus, a uh, 25-year-old yes. American who spells her name uh, A-L-I, uh, what, what was it again? A-L-L-I-S-E-N, which is not how you spell Alison, but anyway. Um, Sounds like Allianz. Her caddy is called Jay Monaghan. What, what a weird fate that is. He must be walking around. Um, he... But uh, she went down and won it. She, there was one of one, two, three, four, five, six. Only seven players under par. <clears throat> Pebble playing an absolute beast. Mm. Uh, she went out and won it. She was finished nine under. Charlie Hull had a stormer of a last day shooting six under. Mm. Did she, you see the, her shot under the tree? Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Charlie Hull is great value. She's just, she's yeah. good content. As she mm. said, uh, um, shy kids don't get sweets or something like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I actually saw that today. It was, it was deadly. Um, Rose Zhang with a top 10. Yeah, that's just she's she's, she's, she's the next baller. thing, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, okay, now Patrick, you can carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I was, I was just so excited because two of my boys in my stable um, showed up again in the PGA Tour, uh, Ludwig Aberg and Adam Schenk. Lads, Adam Schenk is like a top 10 machine these days. He's just there every yeah. week. He's kind of like Big... Marcel Seam on the DP World at the minute. Yeah. He just seems yeah. to keep coming in with DP Right. Yeah. I must have a look. Is he? He's surely pushing Ryder Cup um, territory with all these finishes. Um, There's a big lot farmer of farmer Adams. Any chance mm. of Seb Straka getting into your stable? Seb Straka is surely into in the talks for Ryder Cup. No, I just I don't know for the boys. A, a PGA Tour winner not making the Ryder Cup team for Europe. What? I I would like to see him play, but on on European soil, I'd like to hear him speak a bit of Austrian because I doubt he can. He's been over there for so long. <laughs> I don't um, know. He looks very Austrian. I I don't know. Yeah, I think he'll be in the mix up. Him, Rasmus. He has pulled, to be Ben, I'd say. Rasmus pulled his finger out. It's getting exciting. Rasmus yeah. was listening to the pod last week. He heard me. Apologies, Rasmus, for that. Um, but it motivated you. Very, it must be very cool to win, to be it, to be Danish and to win on Danish soil. Like that must be cool, just to win your home yeah. open in any country. Like, yeah, very um, cool. Uh, do you see the playoff? I watched the entire playoff. It was no, I was I actually went to the seventh hole, maybe in the end or six, but it, they play. It was so the eighteenth was um, so it was Rasmus Højgaard against Carlos Elvira on the DP World Tour. The 18th hole is a 484-yard par four uh, with water all down the right. And like that does kind of sound like a good playoff hole, but in essence, it actually wasn't because it was a very hard hole to birdie. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're just waiting for one of them to mess up and make a bogey, which is, I, f- I find, like, that's not as exciting as a, yeah. as a... Like, apparently, the first hole was a drivable par four. Send them down that at least once. The first know? hole yeah. was wild enough. It was... A lot of players were, like, playing seven iron off the tee. Yeah, it, or it, you could go for it. Like, yeah, there was like water to carry, but it was yeah. yeah. It was, but uh, I watched the entire playoff, and like Rasmus, like they they actually said it on the on the broadcast. Well, they they just look robotic, like off the tee. He his driving was unbelievable. Um, it was it was excellent. Um, he kind of all he had the ball striking on on Elvira. Elvira was kind of lucky to get through to the sixth hole. To yeah. be fair to him, so great win there. Mm. Um, and sorry, just touching on PJ Tour again, Kevin, you. With a top ten T six, I know my stuff. I know my stuff. Kevin, you watch out. What major is he going to win this year? The the US Open. <laughs> yeah, but next year, next year, next <clears> year. <throat> bomb and gouge, bomb and gouge. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is that enough golf for? <laughs> Any more golfing going on? Or there's let's. You might as well talk about cycling as well, really. I want to get into the cycling. I didn't wear this stupid outfit for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, folks, if you haven't been watching the cycling documentary on Netflix, then you need to because it is class, pure class. Um, and um, I think we got a good explanation of the jerseys from the listeners. In fact, I think a load of people came into us for the jerseys and they were all kind of like, how do you not know this? But Would, would you um, want a little, a little recap just in case? Yeah, can you whip that up there, Ben? I can. <clears throat> Uh, yellow jersey is for general classification. That's what everyone wants. So you're you're mm. all racing for the yellow jersey. Green is the best sprinter. So who wins the most sprint stages throughout all the mini sprints during each stage goes into point system. Polka dot is the best climber who wins the most mountain stages. 
Um, and White is the best young rider overall under 26 years of age, which, having, cool, watched, really. which having watched the documentary seems to be a lot of young riders coming through. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's a young man's game by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realise as well, I actually watched a few stages live as well this weekend. I find um, myself doing that as well. Yeah, it's class. It's so easy yeah. to watch. And yeah. I didn't realise there's like, there's like mini sprint races in the middle of a stage so there's like a mini finish line that's nowhere near the actual finish line where the sprinters yeah. just go all out you um, know what's so so impressive is they're like so you look at it and it's like oh they got 50k left and like what feels like half an hour and they're nearly done they're just oh they just cruise the yeah. they're going is insane like, honestly hmm. the the doc i i felt the exact same way about f1 as i did about cycling before i watched the documentary where i was like oh this is so boring so this is two yeah. hours of cars driving around in circles and now i'm like hooked on it like just there's oh, oh. fix and the exact same way with cycling and i'm just i'm excited to be a cycling fan lads yeah. i i will be honest i've i've binged the entire documentary and finished it every yeah, single bit of it finished it. Um, like, it is deadly the Can cobbles episode oh. the cobbles episode why? That's just, why do they? That, that's just pure torture. Why do they make them do that? It just seems a bit strange. Like it's it's, like, it's so really, dangerous. Yeah, I was just about to say like the falls that they get off them. Oh, and like they just they just seem like stopping, not like not continuing in the race seems to be not an option for them. So like they have and like just see they get back on the bike and there's like literally bleeding out of yeah. these falls oh. and they just start cycling again. I was gonna say like, who do you think is safer? An F1 driver or a cyclist in the Tour de France? I'd say, I'd say an F1 driver. Like, I think they, I, there's billions of pounds right. going in to keep them safe. Whereas, in, like your man in in the documentary, your man said, uh, one of the fellas said that, like when you're coming down a descent on on the Alps uh, in the Tour de France, you are in your jocks and you are beside a cliff and you potentially could. Yeah fall off the side of the cliff at any moment so like that doesn't sound very safe to me sorry that that um that scene where is his name tom pitcock matt pit oh what's, tom what's his name pitcock yeah tom i think it's pitcock. tom pitcock that is That's... the most exhilarating television i've watched that the 10 minute scene where he's coming downhill yeah and he's just overtaking people like you said you're you're in your jocks he's going down the hill at 120 kilometers an hour that is terrifying that's the best that i have that down in like bold capitals here that episode is unbelievable uh, yeah. when it comes down there and the fact um, that he beat in the did he win a medal in the olympics for mountain yeah, biking and, and now he's like oh i'm just yeah. gonna go ride in the tour de france like that is ridiculous but like, did you, you see then when he got down to the flat he takes piss yeah what's that about i didn't realize this and just... and also if you watch a live stage you'll see riders just go off camera off into the side of the road and they're going off to take a piss but like, just do it on your seat. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I just thought they. I just thought they did the race and went to the toilet afterwards. I didn't realize this is, that they can do that. That's extremely talented. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Wow. No, I love it. Um, and also the French episode. You know, the French guy, the guy that's in charge of the like passionate French team. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would play for that guy all yeah. day long. You know, I would we... ride for him. Shani, you know what we need to do is that when we go on our covered uh, trip down to Bayonne this year, yeah. we should we should get him involved and get him into the monster dressing room and like God, <laughs> I'd get I'd get me into a red shirt. I'd run through a Bayonne defender oh, with, with him. Did you see when he's like, uh, uh, is it Thibaut, the French guy, the kind of people's champ guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, he, do you know the, the clips of him ten years ago 
when he's cycling along and your man's in the car and his head's out the window and he's like, come on, boy, come on. Yeah. That, I swear to God, that got me going. Like, I was like stood up. You know, you know, when the, I think he's like, uh, is he Finnish or Norwegian or something? The guy yeah. on the team when he's about to win the stage and he's just losing it in the car. Losing the Oh. Yeah. Sorry, I keep I watched it a while ago, so I keep I keep remembering bits. Remember the the guy who thought he'd won the stage. Oh, that was <laughs> was that Jasper disaster? Yeah, yeah. He goes over the yeah, line yeah. celebrating, and he's a hundred yards short. Oh, he was so embarrassed as well. That was brilliant because sure, your man in front of him, Wout van Aert, he's the star of the whole thing. He just yeah, seems like a animal. Superman. Yeah. Um, I don't care why they just don't make him their number one. Like he just has the ability well, to do. Because he's 78 kilos and your man, um, what's Giannis, his name? Giannis. Zimmerman or what's his name? Vingard. Vingard. Zimmer friend. He's um, 60 kilos. Like he's a climber. Like Wout van Aert's kind of a jack of all trades kind of fella. He, Wout van Aert basically gets your man to the top. Like it's uh, the teamwork aspect it, is It's incredible. Is class to watch, yeah. But I also love the the whole there's like they're all egos at the end of the day like white van art wants to win stages like sometimes he'll, yeah. leave, he'll leave his team like yeah and i love the like there's all always that kind of uh i don't know there's always that uh thing around it about like the years gone past about they can't really reference like oh do you remember when lance armstrong won this or do you know when because they were all on drugs like there wasn't yeah. a drop of hemoglobin in their blood back in the day <laughs> So it's a very strange one in that they can't like they I they always reference um the history of of the mountain and the race has gone past, but they can't exactly say, Oh, that do you remember when your man won this? Because he was probably on drugs anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway. Um so listen listen, folks, if you're in, up for a new sporting documentary, get into the cycling because we are Yeah, it's deadly. We it's could deadly. we could definitely set up a barter with Netflix right now because we are sending a lot oh. of people those their way. <laughs> We don't all the third here about to go watch that. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk favorite holes. Let's get the uh number eleven out of the way. Yeah, Ireland's Ireland's best eleventh hole. So you were saying that is that the eleventh hole in Ballybunion and behind you there? Right? The eleventh hole in Ballybunion. Which par is a what? Par three here. A par four. Okay. And a very interesting par four. It comes in different tiers. So you tee off and then it goes, it kind of has like different levels. It's a very interesting hole. Mm, bit of architecture, yeah. is it? There's a lovely bit of architecture to it. Um, um, in, in classic uh, coverage fashion, um, we do like to normally ask our listeners or Instagram followers for their suggestions, but we forgot. So we've only had this up on our story for two hours. We've got a couple of responses though. Um, one of which, again, from Dean Crowley says, probably our last chance to get La Hinch in. And if we're all being honest, none of us have played it. Mm. So Adam Adam 0790 says La Hinch, great par three with view out on the sea. Anto Doyle also says La Hinch. On Anto. But then there's a couple. Uh Owen says has to be Ballybunion. And then another Owen says has to be Ballybunion. And then a couple of Trillies. What about Beach Park and Rathcool? <laughs> <laughs> JPJWS. Would... I, I don't think we're going to be able to get Rathcoot in, but uh, that would follow. You... It would follow very nicely on from Cove, our number ten yeah. hole. Um, I actually didn't know Rathcoot had a course, so we'll have to barter our way out there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just talking about talking about tears on a golf hole. Waterville eleventh is the par five that has, you could say, three tears. 
Oh, that is a you good know the way you drive to the top of a tier and then you, yeah, it's I mean, a good hole. I like that. It's always gettable as well if it's kind of downwind. Yeah. Um, my only argument for for a hole very close to my heart is the eleventh and Bandon, little flick of a wedge down the hill. <laughs> the home, one. the home of probably the most hole in ones in any course in Ireland. Yeah, our medical correspondent would agree with you there as well. Let's say. You got a hole um, in there. Well, he's he likes the hole. Yeah. But um, I feel like we should go to Le- uh, go for the hinge just to get them off our back. It's, uh, our, can we call ourselves credible if we're giving it to a hole that none of us have played? Just stop there when you said, "Can we call ourselves credible?" Because <laughs> the answer is no. Um, maybe but... maybe when we do an eighteen-hole review, we can squeeze Lahinch in the front nine again. Because I don't mm-hmm. remember what seven or eight were. Do you know Cause... the way we? Do you know the way we fall into the Irish golf podcast in the, in the charts? <laughs> I wonder, are they going to have a review of that <laughs> soon? These lads don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um... We'd be in beside my therapist ghosted me and yeah. you know, true crime. That, that is a, a very comical podcast. Um, never anyway, to which, what are we going for, lads? Which one? I'm going to say Van I'm going to go at Will on Ballybunion because it just looks lovely behind him. And there's loads of Trilly holes coming up, so. Okay, let's go Ballybunion. I would have voted Trilly, a Lehinch to all <laughs> our Lehinch listeners just to keep you on our side. Sean, you um, never played it. Yeah, I know, but um, we seem to have a lot of Lehinch listeners. Yeah. Um, okay, so we just finished with a quick dabble into um, golf Twitter. Yeah. Um, Twitter in general. What I was going to say is, uh, and I should have put this at the start of the episode before the, the, the cycling chat when everyone stopped listening, but uh, Quack has got some new stuff coming up. We've had a few logistical delays, a few bits coming here and there, but we do have three brand new quarter zips coming out soon. Um, we've got five new polos, three short sleeve, three long sleeve. The long sleeves are chef's kiss and we've got two athletic crew necks coming up. So, we're hoping to have them all live uh, potentially this Friday, if not, probably the Monday afterwards, depending on when shipments arrive. Those polos have been stuck in Germany for a long, long time, but I think we've fixed it. Um, so, yes, this, the shop front has been a little bit quiet, but we've got some really nice products coming in. So mm. get 15% off if you use covered it at checkout. So just wait for those new bits to come in. Very good. Very good. Um so kicking into golf Twitter, should we start with um the spat between Brooks Kepka and Matt Wolf? Where do we lie on this, lads? Because uh like Matt Wolf, he's kinda I don't know, like a vulnerable guy, he has a history of I don't know what what would we call it, mental health issues or whatever, and then giving up on him a lot of talent, but I mean the talent's wasted. Uh I don't know, it just stands by my idea that Brooks is just the big bully. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, there's no smoke without fire. So Matt Wolf, like, mm-hmm. you know, come on, what are you doing? You know, Matt like, Wolf, I feel like a tough love, you know? Not known better than. He's saying that um he quits on his rounds, um, gives up, doesn't compete when he's playing bad, stuff like the that. Only, the only thing I'll say is they're supposed to be in a team together. That's not what you'd want your captain to do. And also, by Matt Wolf's reaction in the press, he didn't. It's it sounds like Brooks hadn't vocalized this to him previously, and yeah. that just seems a little bit of a harsh way to to out him for doing that. Like, say it to him in the locker room and tell him you got to pull your socks up. 
like there was already those rumors that there was a transfer away and they couldn't get rid of him and like no one knows or gives a shit about what goes on with Liv and their transfers but I just thought that was a little bit harsh for a guy who clearly is a bit fragile he hasn't been on tour that long he came out of uni mm. like mm. Had, had a stormer and then has kind of fallen off a little bit but yeah put the arm around the shoulder rather than blasting him like yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but listen um, Monday Q info Reason why I love mini tours. The Providence Open starts today. One of the whole sponsors is a strip club. And every <laughs> Friday at the Foxy Lady, um, I actually had a dog when I was younger called the Foxy Lady as well, but listen, that's for another time. Uh, players get in free on Fridays at the Foxy Lady. They serve breakfast and it's called Legs and Eggs. <laughs> None of that is a joke. God bless America. Monday Q info. Oh. So yeah. I love that. that that's I'm not sure be... if that, that actually was a golf tweet, but anyway. That's going to be um... our Instagram clip this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, did you see at the F1, Brad Pitt um, had his own garage for so, uh, yeah. a movie they're making on the F1. Looks yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry, what on earth were they doing putting hard tires on Lando? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Got... I didn't mind. Who won? <laughs> too, this is golf there's, Twitter. There's too many sports going on here. I know. Yeah, but we haven't even oh. brought up the ashes. I know. Well, like. I just yeah. saw that. Thank the ashes. I actually. I have a load of notes before. on the ashes. Um, I did too. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. Um, one last tweet. Anything dip, else? Give me dipping, one last dipping one. into golf. Two bits on the John Deere. John Deere was a birdie fest as usual. Um, yes. Just so, such boring golf because it's like Seamus Power had seven threes in a row to start his final round. Seven threes. Mm. What what do you what do you reckon the most number of one number you've had in a row is probably like oh fives. fives. I'd be a good man for seven fives <laughs> in a row. Uh and then Seb Straka got to fourteen, eleven yeah. under par. Yeah. All he needed was one birdie on his way home to um, to shoot 59, 17, a gettable par five, pars it, and doesn't he go on double bogey 18 to shoot a 62? Seb, that's why, you're never, that's why you're never going to be on my Ryder Cup team, Seb. You've got I'm no putting bottle. him on mine. He's got no bottle. Thank you, Ben. I'm putting him on mine. <laughs> um, all right, folks, I think we'll leave it there today. Um, apologies <laughs> if there wasn't enough golf in there for you. Um, you don't want to listen... talk cricket? No, we're leaving it there. We're, we're cutting it there, lads. I need to get back and watch Wimbledon, see how yeah. Alcaraz is getting on. Just, listen, just... if there wasn't enough golf there for you, um, that's fine. That's your opinion. But listen, when you go play golf on a Saturday morning at half eight in your club, you are not. You don't go around for four hours chatting about golf, do you? You chat about other things. Golfers, in essence, have other interests. And that's what we are here to provide you with. Other than bartering services, please contact quackgolf.com. Thanks, Thanks, folks. Um, lads, I'll see you next week. And um, always, vive la tour. Vive la tour. Yeah.